0: Pastor Philip teaches on how you can respond to God's unconditional love for you, live your life in the reality of His power, and be all His Word says you can be.
1: Is this the first Tuesday in the year 2021? Amen. So, Happy New Year again. It's good to see your faces on a Tuesday evening. Amen. Let me give you an I five. Say, neighbor, it's good to see you on Tuesday. Tuesday are for the cream of the crop. You know, people that are the most serious people and that make the church on Tuesdays. Amen. So I want to congratulate you specially that you are one of the most serious people in the entire world to be in church on Tuesday. If you're watching online tonight, I want to say very big, big welcome to you. Please, would you, if you you don't mind, would you go on your phones so we can share this with our friends who may not be in church tonight? Um, I'll be sharing something very powerful tonight, and I want your hearts to be open. It's not like the things that I shared before are not powerful. (laughs) I will share something powerful tonight. So please take out your phones, go to Facebook, Supernatural Life Church. There's a live stream working. Is Instagram on. Only Facebook. Okay, so go to Facebook and then share on your Facebook, Supernatural Life Church on Facebook. Share so that your friends and people on your line could also p- benefit from, from this. We started 20 days with the Holy Spirit yesterday. Amen. If you are not there, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Honestly, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I had planned to compel everyone to be there, but I just told you that this, this group won't be able to work. The WhatsApp group can take more than 257 people and we have 257 people already on the group. So anyone that's not on the group, there's nothing I can do. Previous sessions, have taken about three groups. We had about 700 people, but what I noticed was that when I had 700 people, I didn't have the structure to properly, you know, closely me- mentor 700 people. It's not possible. It's not possible for somebody to mentor 700 people at a close range. You could do that through structures and systems, but not at a close range. But I decided I'm going to do this. I didn't make the announcement too, too long, just sharply, pa, 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 pa. and then we hired people. We have 27 people. We were praying, we prayed yesterday, we, we were not able to pray yesterday morning, but we prayed this morning. That was powerful, 30 minutes, hot prayer. And if you are not on that, how many of you are on that group? Let me see if you are on that group. You see how hot. How hot. Normally, before you assist people left, people left. Nobody left. You know, we used to wait for people to leave. So, as people are leaving, we are quickly replacing them with people that are on the line. But incidentally, nobody is even in the mood. And Luke cha- we're just in Luke chapter 2. And it will shock you how many secrets are loaded in Luke chapter 2. If you don't sit with God's word, you are not going to learn anything from it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. These words are encrypted. You can read it today, get something. By the time you read it tomorrow, you get something else. Why is it possible for someone to preach from the whole Bible, In the same Bible Bishop but they go preaching for thirty-five years, forty years? Pastor, we be preach for over fifty years from the same book, and they never run off or run out of things to preach, because you can't run out of God. There are secrets as you sit. So today, even me, I'm reading. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. I can't even share today. I couldn't even share because the place was too much on fire. Let me just let so the place can collapse, Let's, because the flood of revelation. Is so much. And so please, if you are not on that group, I'm sorry. We can't help it. The next one will be coming soon so that you don't miss out on it. One thing that shocked us in Luke chapter 2 was that huh, Jesus was left in the temple and all our life, when we read that, we read that story, we always got from, from that perspective that it was about his master's business. So the priest should not have looked for him everywhere because it would be about his master's business. But today we saw that Jesus never leaves and if you are feeling dry or empty or you can't feel or sense his presence like you used to before if you go back to when last you felt him you'll find him there he never leaves he promised that I would be with you I will never forsake is that what he says he said I'll be with you till the uttermost part of the world to the end of the age so if Jesus promised never to leave us, if there's a leaving, we can be sure that it was not Jesus who left. We were the ones who left. So Joseph and Mary left Jesus. But it's so beautiful to know that Jesus never leaves. If you feel dry, and you saying, Lord, I used to feel your presence more powerfully than, than this before. When last did you feel him? Where last did you feel him? What were you doing when you felt him last? If you go back to those things, you will find him there. He never left. He never left. Luke chapter 2 flooded, flooded over and over, over and over. People spoke about Anna and Simeon who was praying. And people saw God birthed the move of God. People that bathed the move of God. People that prayed and prayed and prayed till the move of God came. Powerful. And on Sunday, God started speaking about the gift and the mystery of intercessors. I think I mentioned on Sunday. You got your voice back. That voice. There's a power behind your voice. It's possible to lose the strength of your voice. Do you know that? It's possible. That guy that was cutting log of wood with Elisha. The Bible says the cutting edge of his wood fell into the river. So it's possible that you lose your cutting edge. And you need God to give that cutting edge. If you don't have your cutting edge, it will take you stress. It will take you time. The Bible says when the hacks is blunt then you need more strength but if your axe is sharp it's easier for you to get things done because your axe is sharp so we saw all that in the book of Luke chapter 2 and I think you should go back and study if you are not part of the group please we are reading Luke chapter 1 to Luke chapter 24 throughout these 28 days and we are reading the book Growing Up Spiritually our emphasis at the beginning of this year will be more of building capacity spiritually so next month we will be dealing with growing up, working in love which is very core in our Christian life Christian work on third we'll be dealing with growing up spiritually and the first quarter will be more about pumping in things that would help us develop capacity more for what God wants us to do so I'm going to talk today about kingdom mindedness as the core key for breaking new grounds kingdom mindedness kingdom mindedness as the core key Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18 will you be able to project for me will you be able to project for me Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18 the Bible says, And you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is He who has given you power. Somebody say power. Say say power. Power to get wealth. Why did He give you that power? Can you read throughout? Continue. Yeah? I can not hear you. So we see that the reason why He gave you power to get wealth... It's not so that you can quickly go to the next boutique. It's not so you can quickly go and get the next expensive, uh, what's that expensive lady's bag? What's that? Burk- eh? Brocade. Bre- Bre- Burk- eh? Brocade.
0: Burk- Burk- yeah,
1: it's, it's not so you can quickly go and get the next Brocade Burk- or the next Rolls Royce. All those are fantastic things. I'm not against Birkin. I'm not against Rolls Royce. But I saying that the, the purpose for him blessing you Is to establish a covenant Is to establish a covenant Everything God puts in your hands Or blesses you with Is because of his kingdom Every position Please follow me closely Every position Every appointment Every promotion Is for his kingdom That's why Matthew 6.33 says Seek first the kingdom of God And his righteousness don't seek money. Don't seek wealth. Seek the kingdom. The emphasis is on God's kingdom. The emphasis is on pursuit of God's work, God's kingdom, God's plan. The reason why He puts wealth in your hands is that you establish His kingdom. So, whatever God puts in your hand, the first thing that comes to your mind is what's in this for God? What's in this for God? Access. Some of us have access that others don't have. We have opportunities that others don't have. What's in need for God? What's in need for God? Is, it, is there something in need for God? When my car broke down and I had to take Uber, I said, there must be something in need for God. So, if I enter an Uber car, I preach to the Uber driver. That is my 1,005 cannot waste. <laughs> Amen. Do you know what I'm talking about? There must be something in need for God everybody do you know Jesus you need to meet Jesus you're running fast like this now are you running towards God's kingdom (laughs) because if you're running fast towards hell you know you get hell faster everything so what's in need for the kingdom I'm always perpetually thinking of the kingdom this new appointment this new blessing this new opportunity this new promotion what's in need for the kingdom if there's nothing in God's kingdom or in his agenda in your plan, then you are not you're not deserving of this new breaking breaking of new ground. You're not deserving of it. As you make plans for your life, you must make plans for the kingdom. What's in it for him? It also shows that you have passion for him. The kingdom of God must come first in your heart. Every time. Kingdom first. Kingdom first. Not clothes first. Not shirt first. My friend. Attends a very conservative church. I don't want to mention the name of church because all of us don't know the name of church. And why on campus? He wouldn't allow ladies to touch him. It wouldn't allow any girl to touch him. I mean, if there was a strand of maybe wool on his hair, and there was a lady who would say, eh, she don't touch me, don't touch." Every girl was just unclean, and he was just, Even in their church, they don't allow ladies and guys to sit around the same time. They separate them. You know, all those kind of things he does. Nobody doesn't. They don't shake ladies. And if you see him praying like this outside, you think there's a crusade going on. You know, it was just very, very. They don't watch TV. They don't watch movies. Except they watch it on laptop. <laughs> they don't watch it on TV, but watch it on laptop. <laughs> Religion is a bondage. It's a very special kind of bondage. Very special. Sin keeps you away from God while you are unsaved. Religion keeps you away from God after you are saved. So you are, you, by all means, you still don't have God. So when we graduated from university, he came out of university and he impregnated two girls straight. You know, because he studied a four-year course and I and I studied a five-year course. <laughs> you guys are laughing. Is not a joke about that? He, he procreated these two girls. When I had, I was confused. I left school to come and see him in Lagos. Because he he, he studied a four-year course, I studied a five-year course. So he, he finished school before me. So I came to meet him in his house in Lagos. I think I was around Kakuti there. Very, very late in the night. I said, Brother Susu." So so what happened what happened because this is a guy that wouldn't allow a lady to touch him he said you know you know philip you know there's a proverb in yoruba land that means the first money that the child has who used to buy beancakes. so the first access he had to money turned his head upside down he pregnant two girls one of the lady had a miscarriage you know, and he said oh, that lady had a miscarriage, and so, somewhere in my mind I was almost like, thank God, no, you know, you know, that was the first I was going to thank God for a miscarriage hearted. I, 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 at least I, that one is gone, you know. You don't even know what I'm talking about. You know, it's, it's not like it's not like it, you know what I'm talking about. It's not like I'm 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 in support of miscarriage. But you know, there was just something that said, okay, at least, at least one. <laughs> then he said, no, it's not like that. You have to be pregnant again. I said, why? He said, he felt he owed her something. When he saw the pain she went through during the miscarriage, he said, I know. This pain cannot go. (laughs) True life story. So the first money that comes into your hands is not for you to squander, it's not for you to squander. Kingdom first. Kingdom first. God first. It's always the principle for everyone who's going to be ready for God to be used you. Kingdom first. What's the motivation? What's the behind all your pursuit? What's the motivation? Why do you want to be wealthier? Why do you want to be more famous? Why? Why do you want to be more popular? Why do you want that political appointment? Why? Kingdom first. It's sad that we have Christians in government and we don't feel it. We don't feel it. At a point I was so Pained, particularly after that Lecky massacre, and I think I got too emotional, and I tweeted something against someone who's in government. You know, because I was really, really pained. My friend called me from Lagos. Said, "Philip, I think you should bring that down." I was pained, but I brought it down after some minutes. But I was really pained because I said, "Look, you are in that place for such a moment as this. Kingdom first. If I cannot establish God's kingdom, there's nothing I'm doing here. Because prosperity and posterity. We'll talk about it later." And there were all these sentiments about he cannot do anything, you know he's airless. All those things will not be related to history. People say there was a pastor, there was a lawyer, there was a reverend, there was a bishop, there was someone who was learned, there was a Yoruba man, there was an Igbo man, there was an man. They would have mentioned all those things. There was somebody who could have helped us among our tormentors. But it was silent. And those days we would remember that the silence of our friends, or our friends are louder even than the noise of our enemies such as a time as this kingdom first that passion for God's kingdom is what elicits you first for breaking new grounds can God trust you with wealth one day the Lord said to him he says, son I cannot entrust you with what I can not trust you with what will happen if money comes to your hand what will you do when suddenly bah, that long awaiting Miracle testimony lands. What are you going to do with it? Hosea oh, chapter ten, verse one. Quickly. Hosea oh, chapter ten, verse one. Hosea oh, chapter ten, verse one. Israel, did you see that? Israel is an empty vine. Did you see that? Why is Israel an empty vine? What, why? Look at the next line. What does it say? So Israel is actually bringing forth fruit. But the Bible calls him an empty vine because he's bringing forth fruit unto himself. He's bringing forth fruit unto himself. He's empty. There's nothing about God in the pursuit of Israel. Nothing.
2: It is this kingdom-mindedness, pursuit,
1: and passion for God's kingdom that makes you qualified to enter into this season of breaking new grounds. I love what I see when I see the Lebrena Vida people with their beautiful white bands. I love it, I don't have a problem. Trust me, I don't have a problem with bears. <laughs> many, 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 But life must be more. Must be more than that. I know a lot of them do a lot of fantastic things. I hear about them feeling 50, 50,000, 50,000, 56,000 families. That's it. And I would rather they project those stuff than they project the other one. You get what I'm saying? And rather shows how they have gone to touch many communities. Or rather. Because between greed, you see, greed is a thin line. Before you know it, covetousness. God doesn't have a problem with you being prosperous. But before you know it, you're already going from that place of desiring God's prosperity. And you're, becoming, you're becoming very covetous. You're becoming you are lost in after things. Lost in. You know what lost is? lost, lost. It doesn't have to be about women or sex or men alone. You can lost after things. Lost after people's houses. Lost after people's food. I still, still have people's phone. I, This iPhone 11 now. I've not finished using it. Now, church, church bought me iPhone 11 in, um, was it, was 2019. There are still things that Banji is still teaching me. In this iPhone 11 now. Do you understand what I'm saying? That means I've not finished using it. <laughs> but you see people just because something else has come out, they lose their cool. They lose. They must get it. They must get a new shoe. They must get a new bag. They must. Get, and they lose their cool because of it. That's, that's that's covetousness. I heard that people even sometimes sell their kidney. I've heard it before that somebody sold their kidney to get madness. God gives you power to get wealth that He may establish His kingdom every gift every skill every anointing is for his kingdom you No, know, it's possible for you to be anointed and you're anointed you're for yourself and so when you heal the sick it's all about you when you raise the dead it's all about you anything you do it's all about you it's possible that God gives you a voice and all oh, that you are so obsessed with yourself that you lose out on giving God the glory it's terrible I told you the story about when God puts the oil, I said in December 31st, that when he puts oil on your rubber sand when you're going to school, that it's supposed to please you. So God is the one that has put his anointing on your life, not for you. Not for you. And the day I start taking the glory of God because God indeed gives us his glory. God shares his glory with us. You know, John chapter 17, he said the glory I've given to them. He gives us his glory. When that us was carrying Jesus people were placing their clothes on the floor it was that us that was actually climbing on those so God actually gives us his glory but the glory is not for us to take you get my point so whatever God places in your life even His skill, the anointing the gifts are for God your singing skill is for God you will handle it with care Paul says that we are, we are, we are, we are trustees of this grace God looks at you and commits something. Some people say, Brother Philip, hey, what a wonderful word. Thank you for yielding to the God. I say, look, I don't have a choice. I am going to give account for this word when I get to heaven. I'm going to report. How did you do it? It doesn't belong to me. It doesn't belong to me. I'll be mad to think it belongs to me. So the more gifted you are, the more, the more accountable you must become. It's even better not to have any gift. He says it's better that we are not even teachers. Hebrews. He says if you are a teacher, you'll be subjected to more, a more a grievous, grievous judgment, more grievous judgment. So it's better not to even know the Bible. Because if you know the Bible, talk I said this. I said Pharisee said, look, if you are blind, you wouldn't have had any problem. say said, but now that you are not blind, say your sins remain with you. It would have been better not to know anything than to know and to, and to take it for merchandise. The gospel of God and Christ is not for merchandise. I've seen people say, you cannot see the pastor until you sow his seed. You cannot see the pastor until you pay some money. And uh, to, to enter into some dimensions and levels, you have to pay some money. I don't know where all those things happen. I don't know where they read it from. Honestly, true to God, who made me. If they show me, I would like to read it. But I've not seen anywhere where somebody had to, you know, pay to see Jesus. Or had to pay to enter into some form of expressions. I didn't say that. People ought to give and have to give out of a cheerful heart, out of a generous heart but not a transactionally kind of giving. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, well, I don't, I don't know, but I, don't, I, don't, I, won't, I won't buy into that. The gift of God is of God. We're going to give account. If I get to heaven, Kenneth he said there was a time God said to me, God says, look, Kenneth, there's a prophetic gift that God gave to Kenneth again. But he was, he was fast abandoning the prophetic gift and he was paying more attention to teaching because he loved teaching, he loved teaching, he loved teaching. And God says, look, if you don't give attention to this prophetic gift, I'm going to call you home now. I'm going to call you home. He said, because you're going to give account. He gave him some. He gave five talents. The Bible says he traded with how many of them? With the five of them. You cannot take four and drop one. Take three and drop two. You're going to give account. Everything that God gives you, you're going to give account for it. So if he gave you a, a singing skill, you can't just abandon it and say, I, beg, I, beg, I, beg. I don't even like, you can't. You are going to give account. There are lives of people that are attached to that? Do you know that? I posted something on my status last week and I said you don't have to wait to December 31st or January 1st to start whatever you say you want to start I said test run your New Year editions now you can start or stop whatever you want to start or stop now I just said that on my status and I left this, two days after a lady's a lady chatted me a lady that's traveled in the UK all over the place she's a very senior lawyer she said, Philip, he said, I've been smoking since I was 13. He said, I've been smoking since I was 13. He said, he's an elderly person. Now. He said, when I saw your status, he said, that, he said that the stick dropped off my fingers. He said, because I've been telling myself that I'll stop this thing later. He said, but it dawned on me that I can stop now. He said, so the stick dropped. He said, I'm going to make you my accountability partner now. I never knew she was even smoking. Just a chat. So he said, I'm going to give account. Status. I'm, not I'm not joking. Paul, when he wrote these letters, he wasn't writing Bible, he was writing letters. Do you know that it was just male letters? He wrote, to, he wrote to Titus, he wrote a male letter to Philemon, he wrote a mail letter to the Corinthian church, the same letter we're writing, and God compiled all those letters and made a Bible out of it. That generations now are now reading. What if he was casual about it? What if, what if it was flippant? It just say, what is there? Let me just write nonsense. So, if God picks our phones now and wants to write another Bible now, I say, let me gather test messages. Maybe it's only some of Solomon. that be in the old Bible. God will say, no, no, no. We can't use this Bible. <laughs> To give Somebody called me today, said. She said to me, as they say Pastor Philip? She used to screenshot all my oh you guys may know. Her name is Bibo. She used to screenshot all my all my WhatsApp status and send it. She just keep it. She doesn't send it to me, she'll just keep it. But if I, if I if I say ah, there's something I wrote. I wrote it two months ago. I said Bibo, There's one day I wrote something. I can't remember. Because actually, some of those WhatsApp status, I type it. It just flows and so sometimes I cannot I can't I just park I have to park so I don't I don't want to miss out on my thoughts so there's none of those things that came I, I, I sit down to write the whole book maintaining your fire that old book maintaining your fire was a compilation of my three days WhatsApp status so I didn't even know it was a book until somebody sent me like 10 pages and said pastor I've been compiling your status for the past three days I said what so I sat down for one more week no sleep pa, 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 every night that book came out from WhatsApp status people have read that book and their lives have changed and people read and say, somebody said I read that book and I cried for four hours powerful book somebody sent me an excerpt of the book I didn't even know who said. somebody did an excerpt of that book and he says for more information put his name he says but authored by Philip I don't even know the basically did a very beautiful summary like two pages if anyone wants to read that book I said wow so the book went far I've seen my status updates everywhere. So yesterday, Bimbo said, look, Pastor, I'm not even going to... She said, no, I want to be compiling it in the Microsoft Word format. So now she, she retypes everything I type and send it back to me. She sent me about 20 pages of all my WhatsApp status in December, yesterday. So today, someone chatted that up and said, please, can I help you compile Pastor Philip's statuses? So the person sent her a message, He said, I don't have a job. I said, but God, I feel God wants me to be compiling Pastor Philip's status don't take these things casually since I want to sit down and my job is to be watching now for Pastor past so, so now now if I put your picture my status now <laughs> Amen. lives have been blessed a lady sent me a message today she said she said I bless God someone someone put my status on a status and then she saw it he said and that's why she found, finally found out I have a lot of people I don't know before Oh my, oh my, because you have, have to save your contact for you to be able to see. So, there are a lot of people. I just say their name after the name, of the person, or after the name of the person, after the name of the person, after the name of the person that introduced them to me. I can say that i okay, okay. So, I, I can know that this person. Okay. I might not, I might never talk to them. They might never even talk to me. So, she said she saw the status and then she listened to one of our sermons, and her life had changed entirely. How did priests, you know, priests, how did priests know? How did Chibuzo know? All these folks in Lagos, how did they get to know? All of them, status. What if I took it casually? One day, God's going to ask me, what did you do with that opportunity to reach out? What did you do? Kingdom. Kingdom mindedness. Kingdom mindedness. Why did he bless you with that gift? Why did he give you that opportunity? You must think kingdom first. What's in this for God? Give me that scripture I told you to give me, Mike. That scripture I told you to give me on Sunday. Did you have it? Psalm, you have it, the Living Bible. Psalm 67. What's the drive behind your pursuit? What's the motivation behind the things you're looking for? If you're praying, Lord anoint me, Lord anoint me, Lord anoint me, if you're praying like that, why do you want him to anoint you? Is it so that your name can be named among the earth, Or so that you can become a great person? Or because that the kingdom of God can be established. Would you pray like that if he never anointed you? Anna, Simeon prayed in the temple for days. Their job was to pray that Jesus would come. Jesus would come as kingdom. Intercessors behind the scene no one's seeing them. Like, have you like have you found it? So while we're waiting for him go to Isaiah chapter 42 again Isaiah 42 Asa 42 again. Let's go to Asa 42 again. Now look at verse six. I've read the law of scripture, Asa 42, on the, the, the cross service that this is, what, this is the word that God is giving us for the year 2021. That the old has gone, the past is come. It says, "Sigh, the Lord, I've called thee in righteousness. I would hold your hand, and I will keep you, and give you for a covenant to the people." You see, so God is giving you as a covenant. You are a gift to the world. You're not a gift to yourself. You shouldn't become obsessed with yourself. Instead of give you a command for, for the light of the Gentiles. Give me verse, verse 7 quickly. Verse 7. To open the blind eyes. You see that? Why did he hold your hands? Why did he give you gifts? Why did he give you skill? To open the blind eyes. To bring out the prisoners. From the prison. And those that sit in darkness. Out of the prison
2: house. You must
1: never lose touch with why God anointed you why why did he give you so much depth in his word say brother Philip I didn't even know that was there why did God give you so much depth why does he give you fire in your voice you know when I'm preaching and you're feeling that fire burning in your heart why it's not everybody that preaches like that you feel that fire in your heart a guy told me last week he said said, I don't cry he said I came to a service in SLC he said I cried throughout service he said I cried and cried these are men they are you they are building up they have gym but they cried why does he give me a word that pierces people's hearts like that it's for the kingdom it's not for me to lay a name for myself and say hey hey we are the ones I do I get to the point where I see him alone I'm not ready for my new season because he will not entrust in my hands when he cannot trust me what will you do with it what will you do with the anointing will you merchandise will you sell it Will you go and create a small bottle of oil and be selling it? Or will you begin to give prophecies even when you cannot hear God. Because people can force you to give prophecy. Pastor, what is the Lord saying? But well, you know that the Lord has not said anything. But well, because you must, because you want to maintain your reputation as the prophet, you say, Well, thus says the Lord. That's wrong. God has not said anything. Be careful. People are going to force you to say what God has not said. <laughs> In those days on campus, you say, but, 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 what does the Lord say? I said, The Lord said, Leave me alone. Leave me alone, please. Please, don't put me in trouble. The Lord did not say me anything. But if you want to hear what the Lord said, He said, leave me alone. Will you put the word and the gift of God in that so you're going to use it for the kingdom? Will you use it solely for the kingdom? Why would the Lord bless you? Why would you bring it to the new season? The first motivation must be his kingdom. Must be his kingdom. And we see through our scriptures, people who use their gift. If you look at David, he used his skill. Kingdom mindedness. You can did you see that scripture? Look at that. Is this living Bible? That can be living Bible. The living Bible or the living translation. No? I didn't say NLT, I said the living Bible. I didn't say the new living translation. There are two different translations. Living Bible. How many of you have, have, have ever seen Living Bible? How many of you have more than more than King James? Let me NLT. Who has the Living Bible? TLB. No, not NLT. TLB. The Living Bible. The Living Bible. Check for it. You should get in Bible to one of those Bible apps. The Living Bible. Or Google it. Psalm 67 verse 2. Living Bible. Google it. You must never lose touch of why He blesses you. Please, if you see, let me know quickly. Psalm 67 verse 2. The Living Bible.
2: Send us around the world
1: with the news of your saving power. Hallelujah. Psalmist David says, send us around the world. Send us around the world, Kingsley, with the news of your saving power. What a prayer. What a prayer. Okay, what a prayer. Send us around the world. Send us around the world, not for vacation. Send us around the world. I remember the first time I went to South Africa, the very first time, the very first time I, was Africa, I said, "I must win a soul in my first foreign trip." And I did. I said, "Lord, my feet will not step outside my country, and I will have a soul to show." At the last day, the last day because I've been looking for soul. It was the cabman that took me to the airport as I packed my bag. That was the guy. I must get it. soon. Send us around the world.
2: Send us around the world. What a prayer. Kingdom mindedness.
1: Kingdom as you draft your proposals, as you draft your prospecting. Kingdom behind everything. Kingdom. What is in this for God? So we see David, skillful David. David was a skillful guy and he saw Goliath. You know, it was not David's direct problem whether Goliath conquered those people or not. He's been there for 40 days. It's not not his direct issue. But David stood there, 70-year-old boy. He said, no. He said, I'd rather die than watch this embarrassment happen to the God of Israel. So he says, I'm going to kill him. And he took five stones. Do you know that that was what put the song of David in the lips of everyone in the, in the city. Why? He brought down Goliath? Did he bring down Goliath for his personal benefit? Absolutely not. He was 17 years old. He brought down Goliath for the kingdom's sake. For kingdom's sake. He staked his life, risked his life. For kingdom's sake. And no wonder God brought him out. Hallelujah. Why are you doing the things you're doing? Why? Goliath, heavy Goliath. They say it's about 14 feet. Tall. If they put me on bungee, we are not up to that. <laughs> Two of us, we are going to be as tall as that. Goliath was tall. Mighty. And David, the 70-year-old boy, says, no. I will never cease. I will stand here and watch this happen. Kingdom. Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 3. He was an ordinary cup bearer. They told him that the gates of Jerusalem had been burnt with fire and the walls were broken down he risked his job as a cupbearer because you see in those days if you are a bearer, you work with the king, you must always come with joy, you can't come to the front of the king looking sorrowful you can't, if you come they might want to the cut of your head you can't bring sorrow around the kingdom you can't do that so they get the finest. So if you see, when they want to get the king, when they want to get the queen for, for, for the kingdom, for the king of um, of, of was it Persia or, or Babylon, he had to be someone who was very beautiful. Had to have that what the gate it must be extremely beautiful, because that's the be beauty around the king. It was a cobberer, and he came so sorrowful. The king said, "What's the problem?" He said, "The gates of my land, my father's land, is burnt with fire, and the walls are broken down." He had fasted for days, and the king said gave him resources, gave him wealth. What made an ordinary cupbearer become a governor overnight? Kingdom. kingdom. He was not affected where he was. He was working in the king's palace. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you following me this night? He, he was not suffering from food or money. He was not directly affected by what's wrong with them. But kingdom first. An ordinary cupbearer became a governor overnight. Esther was in the palace, had access to the king. Kingdom, reached our own life. Kingdom first. Over and over over and over, we see people trust scripture, who put God first. Gideon, the same thing, put God first. Heart for God, heart for the kingdom. I want to announce to you that this indeed is our season of breaking new grounds, but it is not for everyone. It has to be for people whose heart is panting for God's kingdom. He says that he will give you power to have wealth that you might establish. What will you do with the first money that comes into your hands? The first big breakthrough. I'm not asking you to bring, get my point? And I don't want you to miss this. And I'm saying this with all clarity. I'm not saying, I'm not even talking about first. First, um, what, what said? It's not first fruit. I don't even do first fruit. I've done all fruits. Amen. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, <laughs> any fruit. You God says, give me that. it's his own. So for me, it's not even about. I've done that over and over. I've given him my all over and over. I've given him my life. So it's not my first salary or second salary. So I'm not preaching about first fruit tonight. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about a mindset of kingdom. That's what I'm talking about. That what happens to you, what comes to your mind for everything that comes into your hands? Do you have anything for God? So remove money. What about appointments? What about appointments? What about access? So if you have access to people, have you used that access for God's kingdom? Can God trust you that being around someone, He can use you to access that person's life? Can you be a channel for God into someone's life? Access. Talk about how I preach the gospel. I preach the gospel to very weird places. One of the reasons why I carry my head it is that I can enter. This air is an access. It's not a formula. I'm not saying you going to do hair like that too, But I'm just saying. I've entered their palace before one of my most exciting was when I entered the Biapalo and I won two souls in the city I mean that's a big boy that bia Biapalo and you know with, with, with a bottle of malt you know malt is foaming like a Guinness and so I just there I say, uh, well what we do we want to I sold the country be and I'm sipping it you know you don't, you don't drink you, you those of you guys you may not know maybe you don't drink beer but I've watched them they don't rush it <laughs> so if like Fanta now you rush it you don't, you don't rush behind that. So I take a sip, I drop it. Mm, my friend. Without Bible, two souls for Jesus. Access. I have access to my boss. My former boss served there for, for about four or five years. What I couldn't do for her when I was working with her, I did when I left her office. When I not from my office, because I was still close to her daughter. And that time I'm taking up God's ministry. So the daughter was coming for my teachings. She was coming for my teachings. Every week then I was teaching. On Mondays, she was coming. Then we, we said we we're going to do SLC. SLC Expansion Life Conference, not church. In 20, it was around October 2017. And this lady fasted for 21 days. She didn't eat anything. She didn't eat anything for 21 days. The parents had to notice Ah, it's not a, it's not feeling. What's he telling you? He said no, she's not it. We are going for a meeting. We are going for a prayer meeting. Are going, ah. So they had to, they are to follow her ah, to the meeting. But father and mother, <laughs> the father was the pioneer secretary of NBC Nigerian Broadcasting Committee so they are not, they are not, not um, low life people. It was, it was, it was a neck, uh, what do you call it people? Commissioner in Delta. Both of them came for the meeting. They said, no, we have to hear what he's telling you. So when, when the announcement they God started moving, the man quickly heard the shout. He said, ah, before, oh, Papa, <laughs> we now fall down. Now, the kind of access that brought to them, I couldn't even achieve it when I was talking with them. The, the kind of access their lives changed entirely. Absolutely. So can God use you like that? So it's not, it's not about money. It's not all about money because I don't, you know when I talk about people doing the, the first thing that causes their minds is money, money. And yes, money is a place, but there's a lot that even money cannot achieve. Promotion. appointment This is the year we are going to start having political appointments in this church in Jesus' name. Nobody said amen. Nobody still said amen. You don't like politics. You don't like politics. Nobody likes politics. Yet. Who else, who wants to go into politics? Vida. Are you sure you can focus on that? <laughs> you have to stay one place. You can't confuse me. You have to stay one place. Let me see your hands. You have a drive for politics. Only has a drive for politics. Would you have a drive for politics. Since when? I'm serious. I'm even that there are things that we cannot change except in politics. The enemy might not drag this mic with me. You know? Have you seen Satan dragging my before? But he can go and regulate it from Aslow and say, No church. He can switch off church from And Rock and not pushing pastors up and down. So we need people there. But then you must understand that you're going there as to be kingdom minded. You have to know that you're going there on an assignment. This thing is not just for you and your family. It's national cake. Don't go there and join them. God's going to open mighty doors of businesses to some of us. Mighty doors. International businesses. What are you going to do with it? You must find an opportunity to express the kingdom. Express the kingdom. You may not go there and carry it on your head and say, Jesus is Lord. Without him, you may not do that. But you must find subtle ways to bring it to kingdom. Look at Daniel. What did Daniel use to conquer Babylon? The wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. Bible says there's no magician, no sorcerer. There's no soothsayer like Daniel. He understood hard sayings, understood everything by the wisdom of God. So even Nebuchadnezzar said that there's no God like unto God. That's what I'm talking about. So we're going to see a lot of changes this season and I want you to be very ready. Please, don't close your mind. The first obstacle you're going to face is a closed mind. And I'm going to talk about mind on Sunday. Because some of you you are so religious in your mind like that, you cannot see any opportunity. You just see devil everywhere. Devil, 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 devil. If they call you now, like Esther, come and do beauty pageant. Say, hey! Over my dead body. Beauty pageant, me that I'm from Chosen What we like? <laughs> but if Esther didn't enlist as a beauty, beauty queen. She would never have found her way in the palace. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you following me? So I'm going to deal with mind on Sunday, not tonight. Because your mind is the first problem. They call you. Come and do this business. Hey, Never. Is, is that business is it for the Lord Jesus? Is, this Jesus? is the cross of Jesus on the, on, the, on the symbol? If there's no cross on the symbol, I'm not doing it. Don't do that. I'll deal with that on Sunday. A lot of open doors will happen this year. God already told me. More than you can ever imagine. But God is already searching for people whose hearts is for the kingdom. What will you do? God can, is it now, if, one, if 10 million should enter my hand now. God knows I'm going to this. Unless <laughs> God knows. If 10 million should enter my hand now. If 100 million should enter my hand now. You have to remind me that I don't have a house. You have to remember, that, hey, I think the first is to get a lamp. You have to remind me because I will not remember. What I want to do is already, you know when there's already fire in the altar, it's just sacrifice I'm looking for. I'm telling you, fire in the It's just sacrifice I'm looking for. Ah! I'm obsessed like that. I'm obsessed like that. i can say, ah! Every city and community in Nigeria for the next three months, we are doing crusade. SLC, SLC Aquai Bomb, SLC Calabar, SLC Ghana, SLC Accra. I have the power, I won't try, no flight, and there's no money. We will fly everywhere, carry everybody, five, six, seven people, we, are, we, are, we will travel everywhere. I won't be tired, because now there's money. We will go there, Accra, Ghana, Namibia, Kenya, I will go everywhere. Big, big, big balls, put big everywhere. God knows, so you have to remind me, hey, man, that's not to spend money. You don't have a house, you don't have, you have to remind me. If you put money in my hands, you can be sure, it's gospel, you can be, you can be sure. At the point, even the suit I'm wearing is for the gospel. So, what can I wear on Sunday? <laughs> it's for the gospel. I'm telling you, frankly, sometimes I don't even know what to wear on Saturday night. Because what will I wear? And so even that choice of clothes to wear is for the gospel. Everything is gospel. All the work I'm working, even though I'm working, all the, all the money i money is for gospel, gospel. So my wife was talking I said, ah, hey. Okay. I think it's time for us to get. I said, eh, hey, get it, eh? We get it. But she, she was yeah. If anyone say, hey, these lights, this light needs to be changed, we need to put it. You can be sure. You can be sure. I would take it everywhere. When we went to do that program in University of Abuja, we didn't have money. Pack money with it. It was Buchi that helped us with all the plans that time. Pack money with it. Let's go there. And I thank God for that University of Abuja program. It was that University of Abuja program that bred people like SJ. I brought, like Buche, David, brought in people like Butcher, David, brought people. I will do that. I will not miss words. When are we going to plan SLC, this SRC conference? We didn't have that kind of money to spend, but I'm too obsessed. I'm too obsessed. You have to remind me that my car is foaming or smoking. You have to, you have to remind me. I will not remember. I will not remember. I said like I don't have money, but I will not remember. It is not my priority. We are looking for camera now. We said we want to buy camera me and Femi spoke about it. We spoke in our media meeting. He said the camera is about 1.6 million, and we are renting for 80,000. I said, Ah, 80,000, 80,000. We have rented for like uh, five months now. Kai, 80,000, 32,000, five. You know, we, calculate. I, I said, we, should, we should get our own. So I spoke with them. Precious, we right? were in that meeting. So we could get a smaller one. And due to that, since that date now, I've been, my, I've been searching for camera, searching for camera. So I said, you No, know, even if the church does not have so if any money straight just mistakenly straight money like, the channel is already there <laughs> that's what I mean. God, God knows what I would do so kingdom mindedness what you do with the access I sat down with a, a girl in an hotel in a in, a, in a in an airport very beautiful girl and I felt led to preach to her I shared this story with you guys before and I knew how to approach her you know I never, did, I never really did bad boy when I was in school so, I don't know how to approach ladies. I didn't learn it. My wife is the only lady I've ever toasted in my life. So, I'm not skillful. Amen. And I just told that Hey, sweetheart. I love you. I'd like to marry you. Would you want to think about it? <laughs> that was all already toasty. That was, uh, trust me. That was, to was already toasty. He said, Ah, just like that. I said, As I said, straight to the point. You know, the Lord showed me a vision, I know. And uh, the devil <laughs> Absolute nonsense. So I said, I like you. I love you. She said, Ah, which kind of love? I said, love, the love between man and woman now. She say, ah now we have just met for two weeks. Just like that. I said, I'd like to marry you. I was in part four, four eleven. We want to marry. <laughs> so my purpose of entering this relationship is what? I was not hanging out or checking out or or sampling. I don't have time. Honestly, I don't have time. There's a kind of idleness that you have that gives room for rubbish. You know, the, the kind of rubbish some people engage, it shows you the level of their idleness. No time for that. So I told her. So I didn't know how to approach this lady because I couldn't. I never I don't know what I would tell her now. She would say, hey, stop that. What's the meaning of that? Oh, no, I don't know what. So I, I got close to her and I started to draw. I started to draw. And I was drawing a seashore. And I was drawing a seashore with the, with the, with the seed, the coconut trees. And I was screaming so fast. I was deliberately trying to impress her. She because ah. Draw so well. I said, Yes. He said, Wow, I've never seen anybody do this. I said, This, I said, This is small. Small. I said, I know an artist. He's the finest artist I've ever seen. He said, Are you serious? I said, he draws on his skin. And uses blood as ink. He said, Oh no, you can't tell me that. You can't say that. I said, Yes. I said, I've even seen you on the skin before. He said, well, you're just meeting me for the first time today." I said, "Yes, but I've seen your face on the skin." He said, "Who's the artist?" I said, "His name is Jesus." The Bible said, "We are ever written on the palm of his hands." She broke down, and I preached the gospel. How? By my drawing. Mm. So, is there, is there room for God in your skill? Is there room for God? I sit on the sit in the plane. I'm thinking of how to preach. I'm thinking. That this lady that I said said to me about she's smoking, I met her on the plane. I met her on the plane. I met her on the plane about three, three or four weeks ago, when I was going for Edward's, um, Edward's wedding. That was when I met that lady, and already she's I'm, a, I'm an accountability partner. I'm mentoring her out of smoking, and I met her. So that my twenty-five thousand or ten thousand I pay for that, it must not go. It's not free. If I I should pay 30,000 for a flight, I must, ah, somebody must hear the gospel. Because 30,000 cannot go for free. Kingdom mindedness. Are you following my point now? So it's not even about paying money or paying offering. That's part of it, but that's not all of it. Where is your mind? So when this comes to you, when you are shouting, Lord, I receive my new season. I receive my new breaking of new ground. What are you talking about? Is it for God or for yourself? and God gives you a big beauty beauty party or beauty shop or give you a very fantastic um, um, studio like he gave to big one, feel everywhere are people going to come there and be saved I said to myself one day I was praying, I said Lord I want to build the biggest cancer treatment center in Africa I want to build it, the biggest because I have a very special for cancer, it's very special it's more special than COVID. It's extremely special because cancer, cancer is, is, a, is, a, is, is one of Satan's finest demons. Killed many people. And I used to say, Lord, even if I don't get this person healed, I can be sure that nobody would come through that gate and go to hell. Nobody. Anyone that, anybody that is wheeled into that gate, even if the person loses your life, even if, it, if that happens, you can be sure that that person, even if he's a with Muslim, with hijab, we're going to lead them to Christ. Say after me, Lord Jesus. I receive you today with the job and everything. by your face. God can see your heart. Cover <laughs> your face. God can see your heart. Your heart is open before you. I can't be sure. Kingdom. You think God's going to give me that kind of thing? You think he's going to give to me? How many of you think he's going to give to me? Why? He already sees my heart. Kingdom mindedness. All oh, for God's kingdom. When I was leaving my church, I told my pastor. When they were fighting me over um, living or no living. I said, sir, I'm not going to take one of your member. One. I vow to you. I send the mail. I vow to you between me and God. I will not take one person from this church. I said I'm passionate about God's call for my life. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there and see men saved. That's all. See men saved. And so all of you have come here today because I came out. Kingdom. Kingdom. This is one that's beautiful. Okay, she's bringing at in this testimony. I don't know if I've seen your guest pictures when she puts her and say, hey, Jesus Christ, Ha ah, hey, is this your mommy? Ah, hey. I'm telling you, there's nothing that I cannot use for the kingdom. Everything is usable. Everything. go. you do, you should do that vacation thing you do. You know, it's very possible. You have to look for subtle ways to do it. If I tell you I've preached the gospel, you'll be surprised how there's nothing that I have not used for the gospel. One of the, one of the most, the funniest one was when I was in Lagos. In those days, the Lagos people we don't have any. It's not a broad lawman. All of us to burn our refuse outside. You carry your refuse outside. You burn it. So I was burning the refuse, and the guy came, stood by me, and I said, Do you know that there's a fire that will burn people? <laughs> you know? And he said, Ah, are you serious? I said, Yes. I said, the People have already burning now. For now, safe. Ah, where? They are burning, but the place that they will not burn, they are just burning. <laughs> I have to know whoever I said and many people are going there people are rushing there and they don't know <laughs> absolutely everything will lead to the gospel I've given people clothes given people food and I use it as a gospel so kingdom mindedness what are you going to do with money what are you going to do with the posts what are you going to do with that new appointment what are you going to do with every opportunity that God gives to you this year if you make up your mind that, Lord, it will be you, then you are ready for the new beginning. You are ready for that new season. I'm ready for new season. They sent me a message yesterday that we should come and check our land. So I'm going to go there tomorrow. And uh, I'll go and see the place. And I'm going to tell the Lord, I said, Lord, if you, know if you give me this place, <laughs> you can be sure what I'm going to do with it. In this place, hundreds of thousands of people are going to come to the gospel. That's all about it. That's why I don't I don't, I don't brandish myself as the face of SLC because it's not about me. It's about the kingdom. It's about Jesus. That's why I look the way I look. That's why I can even mix with people easily. And if they, are, if they are going to catch me now, they might even first cash, you me? <laughs> even if they will catch in this church, they are going to catch kings. You don't want to shoot the pastor. <laughs> they cannot shoot me first. There's no way. And they catch Daniel. There's no way they, will, they are going to catch me first. Nobody. That's why they have to need Judas to betray Jesus. They have to pay someone to show them who Jesus is. Because you cannot know he's there. You cannot recognize him. He's looking so normal. My share is not pure white. Everybody is black. I'm not against all those things. I'm not against it. Don't put me anywhere. I'm just talking. So they cannot shoot me by share. (laughs) You cannot shoot me. If they are coming out, they just see me. Ah, they say this must be the pastor. (laughs) See, he has made it. (laughs) it. (laughs) Or kings. See king's shoes. It's the only pastor can wear this kind of shoe. Because it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about his kingdom. It's about his kingdom. And when his kingdom becomes your major drive, you become his major drive. He's going to go all left to take you to where has promised. Rise on your feet. I just bless his name. Father, we thank you. We bless you. I want you to tell him personally that Lord, your kingdom will be so important in my mind. It will be the essence of my life, the core of my life. I want you to tell him personally you may not pray loud, but I want you to tell him, again and again, let him know that every promise, every blessing, every promotion, every expansion that he brings into your life, you're going to find how to use it for his kingdom. Come on, pray. I'm going to give you two minutes to pray that prayer. Two minutes to pray that prayer lord every blessing every expansion every promotion everything every prosperity i will use for your kingdom sheka mambo mambra te kato shila baba baba hey kato shake krande
2: krada baba baba shita rika baba 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 soto mamba de kataya baba echo koshina mama reka basu prata shataya You'll be the most important to me. You, your kingdom, your purpose. You alone, you alone, you alone. You'll be the most important to me.
1: precious name I want you to pray for grace you
0: know I'm asking you thank you for listening to this message meditate on these words and watch how it will transform your life for inquiries please call 0909 672 9827 or 0807 548 You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram at slchurchng. You can reach us on our Facebook. That's Supernatural Life Church.